Hey, hey, skinny peeps, good afternoon. Today is September 12th, 2018. It's afternoon where I am and as I'm recording, but maybe it's evening where you are or morning. Either way, good morning, good evening. I am glad you're here. You are listening to The Skinny with Jesus. My name is Bevan Caramello. I am the founder and hostess of this podcast and hopefully one of your favorite Jesus girls. I love to say I'm a old party girl turned Jesus girl because once God got a hold of my heart, he got all of me. I hope that is my fervent prayer. So this is a podcast born out of my love for the Lord and my love for his word and the time that I spend with him every day. That's what we do. We work on this and I just try to um, process what he's doing in my life, what he's doing in my heart, and then give it back to you, um, hopefully in a way that challenges you, encourages you, convicts, um, and, and just really does a work in your heart, the work that God is trying to do in your heart. I love to point people toward the Word of God because, quite honestly, I mean, I've been a Christian almost my entire life. I became a Christian when I was eight years old. I... Uh, just started studying God's word probably oh, in the last seven or eight years. It's become a daily quest for me. And that changed everything. Time, daily time in the word of God has completely changed my life. Daily time in the word of God for my husband has completely changed his life. It's changed our life, our parenting, our marriage. We've both been Christians since we were kids. There is a huge difference in going to church on Sundays and being fireproofed, as I like to say. We were saved, no doubt about it. Jesus was our Lord and King and had been since we were kids. We had trusted him for salvation. But there's a big difference between Um, trusting Him for our salvation and living for Him, walking with Him every day. And that big switch, that big flip, that change in our lives happened when we began to spend time in God's Word every day. And so that is my heart. That's my passion um, for you guys is to point you to His Word. And I hope that you come here and gives you things to think about and and, and, um, convicts, like I said, gives you um, some places to start and maybe some, you know, new things to, to go and dive into the word deeper and figure out for yourself. But ultimately what I hope it really, really points you to is to your own time in God's word, to study it out, flesh it out, figure out what it is that he has for you today. So on that note, we are at the very beginning of a series that I like to call, Hey Jude. Okay. We are, um, we, we started it last week. We had the, the introduction to this series, and we're going to be in the book of Jude for the next several weeks. Last week, we discovered that the book of Jude is actually written to us, right? We, we unpacked Jude verse 1, and we, we saw that it tells us three really specific things. Once we realized that the book of Jude was written to us, not just to believers way back when, not just to the early church, but to God's church, and that includes all of us. We see that one, we are called, two, we are loved by God, and three, we are kept, or as some other versions of the Bible say, we are preserved by Christ. We are kept by Christ. This week, Jude challenges us 
Uh, we're going to move on to verse three. We looked at verses one and two last week. And don't worry, we're not going through this just one verse at a time, but we are going to to go through it somewhat slowly, kind of chunks of scripture at a time. Last week, I know we only did two verses. This week, we're only really looking at one, but it's going to, we're going to get a little bit um, meatier as we, as we get into it. So don't worry, we're not doing one verse a, a series or one verse an episode. But this week, I want us to look at verse three. Okay, I'm going to read that for us. It says, dear friends, well, actually, let's go back and just start with verse one, two. I'll tell you when we get to three. Verse one, Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, to those who have been called, who are loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus Christ. Verse two, mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. And here we are for today. Verse three says, Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt I had to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. Okay, here we go. You guys, this week Jude challenges us. He says, he wants to write about the salvation we share. In other words, he really just wants to talk about his love for Jesus. He wants to talk about how amazed he is that Christ came and died and rose again and saved us from our sin. He says, but because of everything that's going on, I instead feel like I need to urge you to contend for the faith. What is he saying here? This word urge, I think we see that he's he's trying to invoke in us. He's trying to show us this sense of responsibility that we all have. And he's trying to, to stress to us a sense of urgency. Okay. He says, contend for the faith that was once entrusted, once for all entrusted to the saints. This word just has been all over me the last few days as I've been preparing for this message. I've just been, it's been rolling over and over in my mind, contend, contend. What does that mean? I looked it up and it's it's pretty simple. It's basically to struggle, struggle to surmount a difficulty or a danger. It says to assert something as a position, to hold, to claim, to declare, profess, insist. You guys, Jude says right here, he says, contend for the faith that has been entrusted to us. And that word entrusted right there, that's what implies the sense of responsibility. Okay, contend for the faith, profess it, insist upon it, claim it, declare it, contend for the faith. You guys, today, I know I use um, workout metaphors often. <laughs> you guys just bear with me. It's because so often God speaks to me when I'm working out because I, I love to praise and worship while I run. And, and um, today, as I was working out, um, I was at my gym and our trainer um, was actually uh, encouraging us to push harder and and uh, she wanted us to write our time down. She wanted we were on the rower and she wanted us to try to beat that time and we want put it here, plug it in there so that we can beat the next one and da da da. And you guys, quite honestly, uh, I just didn't feel like it. <laughs> I mean, um, I we have had a challenging few days in the Caramello household. There's just a lot being thrown at us right now. We're facing some um, 
just some uphill battles. Parenting has gotten really hard, really real. Our, our couple of our kids are, are going through some hard stuff right now. We've got family members who are in some real physical pain and, and, and battling that. And we've got huge transition happening and a lot of uncertainty. And, you know, just the past couple of days have been uphill all day long. And I'm tired and I'm worn out. I've been on the brink of tears more than once in the last 48 hours. And and so at the gym, I want to relieve some stress and I want to work out and I want to run and I want to have that stress release, but I really just don't feel like being challenged. And so as my trainer was challenging me, all of us, to, to press in, to, to push harder, I, I kind of said to myself, I don't want to. I don't feel like it. And God spoke to my heart one word. He knew what I'd been reading in his word the last few days. He put that word on my heart days ago, and he hasn't let me set it down since. He just said, contend. Contend. And right then, it brought to mind this verse that I've been studying. Contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. And all at once, all the difficulty and the challenges that we've been up against these last few days kind of flooded into my mind. And I was reminded that our battles are not against flesh and blood. There is a real enemy that has been coming after me, coming after my family, coming after my kids. And God says, contend, hold, claim, declare, profess, insist, contend for the faith. He knows I'm tired. Doesn't mean we get to quit. He knows I don't feel like it. Doesn't mean we get to quit. And so I just started to think about this time with you guys today and, and what this looks like. And, you know, what is it? How do we do this? How do we contend for the faith? I mean, practically in our everyday lives, what does that look like? And the thing that really came to my mind is that we will defend with all our might, what is most precious to us, right? We will defend with everything we have in us the things in our lives that are most precious to us. Contend. Hold, claim, declare, profess, insist. Struggle through difficulty. And so it just really convicted me. Is my faith one of the most precious things, the most precious thing in my life? Am I willing to defend it with all my might? And then that takes us back to Jude. You know, what does Jude tell us? That's where we are, right? That's the book that we're reading. That's where we're, what we're unpacking right now. What does Jude tell us it looks like to contend for the faith? And so that takes us right up to these three themes that I think we see in the first half of the book of Jude. 
these three things that we're going to unpack over the next few weeks, one at a time. But I'm going to go ahead and give you all three of them today. And then over the next few weeks, we're going to take them one at a time, and we're going to go a little bit deeper into each one. The first one, Jude tells us, contending for the faith means that we reject falsehood and immorality. If you guys are taking notes, I'll repeat it. Reject falsehood and immorality. We're going to really hit that one hard next week. The second thing Jude tells us to contend for the faith, we have to remember God's rescue and his wrath. We've got to know the character of God. We've got to remember the times that he saved us, that he came to our rescue. We've also got to remember the times where we fell off course and what his wrath looks like when we're not living righteous lives. The Bible tells us to guard our hearts above all else, guard our hearts. How do we do that? We put on that breastplate of righteousness. That's that piece in our armor that guards our heart. Righteousness, quite simply, is right standing with God. Those little choices that we make day in and day out to live right with God. We're never going to get it 100% right every time. That is why we so desperately need to be covered in the blood of Christ, because God looks at us and he doesn't see our sin. He sees Christ. But we are still called to live that righteous life, to try to do the best we can to live like God has called us to live. Number three, Jude tells us, he says, remember the warnings of the apostles. That's another one we're going to break down later in this series. Remember the warnings of the apostles, those who came before us, those who wrote the scriptures. God's word is God-breathed, and everything that we need, every answer to live this life, to get through this life, to survive the flaming arrows of the enemy, everything we need is in God's word. Jude says, remember the warnings of the apostles. Those warnings that we're going to unpack, you guys, they teach us and show us how to live that righteous life, how to stay right with God. In the meantime, you guys, like I said, we're going we're gonna to do some work there over these next few weeks and those three things I just mentioned. In the meantime, here's what I want us to do. I want all of us to be praying over this verse. I want you to read it for yourself. I want you to meditate on it in your quiet time with God. Jude, verse 3. Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt I had to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. What does it look like to contend for the faith? I want you guys to ask God, read this verse and pray. Ask God, what does it look like for me? right now, to contend for the faith I have in Christ. And it's going to look different for different people, right? We're all going through different things. And so for some of us, contending for the faith might be that step in obedience to go on that mission trip or that that step that he's been asking you to take with your finances. For some of us, you're walking through a hard season right now, Maybe contending for the faith means you choose to get out of bed. 
You choose to put one foot in front of the other. You choose to get up. Maybe it means maybe contending for the faith right now. Maybe God is telling you, he's whispering to your heart, you need to forgive that family member who hurt you. That family member that you just don't feel like deserves your forgiveness. You guys, forgiveness doesn't let the other person that wronged us, it doesn't let them off the hook. God will deliver justice for his children. I was telling my daughter that today, dealing with some bullying stuff at school. God will deliver justice. He wants justice for his children. And forgiveness doesn't mean that it lets them off the hook. Forgiveness frees us up to move forward in the work that God has for us without being chained to this rock that's holding us back, this seed, this ugly black seed of unforgiveness in our hearts. It breaks that chain. It releases us. And it allows God to move in and do the work that He, only He can do in doling out justice. Okay, guys, like I said, next week we're going to go further into more detail with what Jude teaches us in this letter about rejecting falsehood and immorality. But you go, I've got, you've got your work ahead of you. You've got your assignment. It's pretty simple. One verse, Jude 3, and a lot of prayer. Let's start there. Pray with me. Father God, we praise you, your mighty name, your perfect justice, the name of Jesus above all names. You are our God. You are our Lord. You are King of Kings. We praise you, Father, for being a good God, for being a God who sent his son to die on the cross for our sins. Lord, I pray that as we move forward in the book of Jude, that you would teach us, that you would grow us, shape us, mold us more into the image of your son. Lord, refine us, even by fire, even where it hurts. We surrender, Lord. We lay our lives at your feet. And we know that we can trust you, Lord. We know that your will for us will always mean your best for us. And so we are seeking it out. Lord, reveal your will to each one of your children listening to this message today. Show them a specific word just for them, what it is that you have for them. Speak it to their hearts, Lord. Give them eyes to see, ears to hear, to know your voice, Lord, to be close to you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, thank you guys for being here today. I love my skinny peeps and I love our time together. I am praying for you guys and I am asking God to do a big work in all of us this week. Bye now.